Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. It is Logan, and today we're actually back in my actual studio for once. Um, and today we're going to be talking about the Resident Evil Resistance. This is going to be the review. I was supposed to do it last night, but I decided I wanted to sit down and take some time and you know sit in the studio because I haven't really used my podcast studio um, for a while now. I haven't used it since really the coronavirus took hold of Hollywood and gaming and everything. So really ever since the coronavirus started like shutting things down, I haven't really been in this room talking about anything using my laptop or anything. So today we're, this is our first time back actually sitting in the office and going over some stuff. So some housekeeping, um, things to begin with. So I'm not finishing the Resident Evil uh, three gameplay walkthrough, which I know a lot of you might be upset about, but maybe not. You know, maybe a lot of you didn't really care about the gameplay, but more so my reaction. And I still have one more part to upload, even though I said I'll see you on the next one. I'm saying and stating on this podcast, and I'm pretty sure I did my the other one that I'm not going to finish it. There's not a lot that you missed. If you really want to watch the finale that bad, you can go to many other YouTubers who have a bigger subscriber count. Um, I I just wanted to beat the game and get it over with. Like, I knew it, it just, it, in my heart and gut, felt like the game was almost done. And it very much was. It was not much left to do. And um, I already did my Resident Evil 3 review. It was quite short. Um, but that's because the campaign was very short. You know, it'd be like doing a, a Resident Evil 2. I know my podcast wasn't around. I, I don't think I did an RE2 remake uh, review. But if I did... Um, it's practically talking about RE2, but just having it shortened and things like that. But I'm going to go over its multiplayer mode in more depth because I feel like this thing needs about a 30-minute discussion to talk about. And I know it's not as big as the campaign, but the campaign is a little bit different because this multiplayer mode is going to be living on forever for the most part. So I am uh, just just putting that out there for those of you that are wondering where my last episode is, or if you didn't listen to my other podcast, it's not coming. I'm not finishing the game. You didn't miss much. Spoiler alert. Um, you kill Nemesis with a rail gun. You shoot Nikolai and leave him for dead, and you escape. That's pretty much all you missed. That was it. You didn't miss a fuck ton. You know, and if you watched other gameplays, and this won't really affect you, or if you don't care about Resident Evil and you just watch my reactions, this shouldn't affect you much either. Um, but yeah, so Resident Evil Resistance, man. Um, I don't know what it is so far with the 2020 um, multiplayer modes. I mean, granted, with Doom Eternal, the multiplayer mode was okay. <laughs> um, I mean, it's 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 good. You know what I mean? It's good, but in my opinion, I think it's okay. And the only reason I say that is because I'm not going to put put a lot of time into battle mode. I'll just keep playing the campaign over and over again. I mean, I like battle mode. As long as I'm playing, like, I was playing because my cousin got Doom Eternal very recently. We played a few matches of battle mode. It was the funnest fucking thing ever. It's a lot more fun to play as a demon when you actually are playing with somebody that you can communicate with um, compared to trying to... Um, compared to trying um, to play the game with just a random. So... But yeah, so Resident Evil Resistance is worse than Battle Mode, and I don't even really play Battle Mode a fuck ton. Let me explain why. So Resident Evil Resistance is a game of four survivors versus a mastermind. 
The four survivors need to complete three stages to escape, and the mastermind's trying to kill them and let the time run out uh, by using their... Which I like the ultimate ability thing, or like their bioweapon. I do like that. Like, you know, being able to take control of uh, G or AKA William Birkin, or if you like to take control of Mr. X, that's cool. I think that's pretty fucking awesome, but I don't like... Um, the rest of the game, uh, for the most part. So I played the beta and I gave you guys my first impressions. And I said that I was worried about Resident Evil three as a whole multiplayer and campaign going into the, uh, in the, into the game. And, and, and the, and the campaign was very good. It's just, it was short. So the campaign Phil, you know, it, it, it met my expectations and it made me satisfied enough, but I wanted more out of it. But in terms of, which game uh, game mode I'd rather play would be the campaign. Kind of like Doom, same thing. This new multiplayer mode is worse than battle mode because battle mode I have fun with. You know, I can sit down and play two, three games and I'm having fun. I feel bored as hell when I'm playing Resistance. Like, when I die, I don't feel like there's a major consequence. When I lose, I don't really give a shit. Like, I don't, I don't feel anything. And when it comes to playing as a mastermind, that is like the only enjoyable part about this multiplayer. As a survivor, you're pretty much getting fucked in the ass the whole time, okay? You can scavenge around the map for umbrella points to spend on ammo or new weapons or health items. And that's cool, I guess. And they have, like, a whole bunch of different weapons from RE2 to RE3. But it's still kind of dumb. Like, I still am not a big fan of this multiplayer mode. And right now, there's, like, one character... No, two characters that, that are useful. The rest suck ass. And that would be Valerie in January. January can hack the computers and cameras, which can be really helpful. And Valerie is like the medic of, and scavenger of the team, which really helps. Becca gets infinite ammo for a little bit and a steady aim. Samuel gets to punch shit. I didn't play as the other two survivors because I thought they were kind of fucking pointless. Um, but my guess is their abilities are not on the level of January and Valerie. At least, I've, I've heard other people talk about it. Like, I've, I've listened to other reviews for people that have played all the classes, and they said, yeah, Valerie and January are, like, the only two useful characters. The rest are kind of just dead weight. They're just there to be there, I guess. <laughs> so, pretty much, uh, that's that's what I got out of the uh, the whole thing. And, you know... The, the zombies are not that hard to kill, you know, um, they're a lot easier, obviously, it's multi, it's not campaign, it's multiplayer, so body shots can kill zombies, it, it doesn't need to be straight up headshots like the campaign, but I think it's really boring, I really do, because while I'm playing as a survivor, I, I think it's just, it's, there's no motivation to win or lose, you don't feel like you, when you lose, you don't feel anything, when you win, you don't feel anything, it's just like, okay, it happened. That's all you that's all you feel is okay, it happened. And that's it. That's all it is. And it's kind of pointless to me. And I'm just like the survivors are, are boring. There's nothing to it really. And I would rather play Dead by Daylight because I have so much fun on that or Friday the 13th because I have a lot of fun on Friday the 13th as well. There's a lot of other games out there that, even Battle Mode, 2v1, that's a fuck ton great more time than this. The only, like I said, when it, in Battle Mode's defense, I think it's a great, you know, multiplayer mode. I think it's well thought out and it works. It's just, it's not my type of gameplay. For instance, if I'm playing, um, I either like to play as being vulnerable or unstoppable if I'm playing a game mode like that. And 
it, when it comes to this game, as a survivor, you're just going to get butt-fucked the whole time, pretty much. The Mastermind's the most fun part of the game. Take control of Mr. X and whoop the survivor's ass. Fucking fun. G, same fucking thing. That's that's the funny thing I find about <laughs> Resident Evil Resistance. It, unless you're playing as the Mastermind, you're not having fun. Not really. I mean, I know there are people out there that like this multiplayer and will defend it. And that's fine. If you love the multiplayer, play it as much as you want. Always, this is one of my golden rules. Play what you love. Even if I don't like it, or a lot of people don't, play what you like. I mean, granted, if your friends don't like it, it might be a little rough because, you know, you want to play with your friends, but they don't like the same stuff. But I'm in that fucking predicament all the time. But it's okay because I always at least have five games that my friends like to play, like GTA or Call of Duty or something like that. No, not fucking Fortnite. I don't do that shit. <laughs> but, yeah. So that's kind of my thoughts um, on the fun aspect. Let's now talk about balancing. This game is not balanced. <laughs> There is no balance in this at all. I know a lot of people will be like, oh no, it's it's so balanced. Masterminds, even if you are a weak mastermind, it is the most overpowered um, thing there is. The survivors are, are meant from the start to get absolutely butt-fucked immediately. You can play as, um, I forgot, because I know there's four masterminds. There's Annette Birkin, there's Daniel, and then there's like the the guy, uh, R. Spencer, I think that was his name or something. He was He's the old fucking dude. And then there's the fucking something Weskers, like Weskers, like niece or something. I don't fucking know. Like, I'm not a huge Resident Evil fan, okay? I'm not like into the lore and everything. I've listened to a lot. But I'm not a diehard fan to the point where I'm going to remember every little thing. But she has like this plant bioweapon that eats things. And you can plant that in front of a door or in front of an important area. And the survivors can't do anything for a while. And the fact that you could just keep spawning in fucking zombies and dogs and liquors and just make their lives hell. It's not very balanced. Nothing about being a survivor or being the mastermind is balanced. Everything is fucking hard for the survivors you know and i get it's supposed to be because you know the survivors are trying to escape for their lives and you know the mastermind pretty much has everything at its disposal because it's an umbrella um experiment but i just i don't find it to be fun i as a survivor i feel like i'm bored i feel like i'm like if i die i'm like oh okay or if i you know win i'm like oh okay like i don't really get a sense of enjoyment from any of it and yeah it's just, um, the balancing isn't good, I'm not having fun playing it, and those are two really bad things. How about the gunplay? Well, this is one of the areas that I can say that I, I do like about Resistance. The guns are good, um, they do a lot of damage, they feel powerful, and you can scavenge little bits of ammo throughout the map, or just buy a fuck ton um, at a buy station. I'm gonna call it a buy station, or umbrella crate. Um... The only uh, gun I don't like is the starting pistol for the girls because the fire rate is absolutely abysmal on that fucking pistol. But other than that pistol, I think the firearms are great. I think the movement system's good. The health system's very good. Um, there's a lot of good aspects when it comes to like gameplay when it comes to that. But it's just the fact that the, the mastermind and, and the survivors aren't balanced. And like... For instance, if you decide to play a whole match, right? You have, what, six different survivors to choose from. Let's say you choose Tyrone. Um, you choose Tyrone. You choose Samuel. That other fucking guy character. And Becca. 
your team's going to get, you're going to lose. You're going to immediately lose. Because January and Valerie are the only two characters that balance the mastermind. And that's if the people playing as those characters are even fucking good at playing a support role. And if they aren't good at playing a support role, because there are many times somebody chose Valerie. Or they chose January. And they never used their abilities. Like, they never did. They didn't even know how to use the abilities. And we got fucked over pretty quickly. Like, we couldn't do anything. And that is simply because the only two uh, survivors that can actually balance the, uh, the mastermind are ones of support roles. And I love playing as Valerie. I like being the medic of the group. Because I'm very good at that. But the problem is, is like I said, if you get somebody that doesn't know how to play those characters, you're all fucked. You're all going to die because nobody knows how to play that support role. That's a problem. And the mastermind will just use that to his advantage. If an unskilled person is using one of the more OP survivors or only survivors that can really stand up against him, that's a, that's going to be a, a, a no-go. Like immediately, like you're going to get fucked over. Now, if you have somebody that's good playing... Uh, January and or Valerie, then you'll be fine. For the most part, you'll at least get past stage two. Stage three will be a bitch, but stage three is meant to be a bitch anyways. Um, but yeah, so if it's my opinion, the only way that the game is balanced is if you have two good players. First of all, if you have January and Valerie in your lobby, okay, people use those characters in your lobby. And the people playing those characters are good with those characters. That's the only way the games are balanced. And nine times out of ten, you're going to find people that are inexperienced, that don't know how to use these characters, or choose not to use the characters and or their abilities. And that will lead to your downfall. And there are people out there that will not use the healing spray, that will not use the hacking system. They will just, they won't do anything with it. They'll just have it, and they won't use it, and then your team gets fucked over. That happens a lot. And that's why I kind of stopped playing Resistance, because I got bored. I got bored of the game and the balancing issues and people not using their classes right. You have to use your abilities in order to get through. You really do. Unless you're good at managing resources and have the shittiest mastermind on the planet. Other than that, you need to have those characters use their resources. So, moving on... We've now covered balancing, we've covered gameplay, including weapons, um, we've covered characters and abilities, at least the ones that I've played as. Now, let's talk about, I guess, the, the, the thing that I didn't think would actually get put in this game. Microtransactions. Who over at Capcom thought? It would be a good idea, after all of these loot box rules get put in place, to put in cosmetics and in-game boosters and, a, and, 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 like, what, equipment or whatever that you can buy with real money. Who fucking... Th- I know you can use the in-game currency. I know you can. But you can also use real-life money. If it was just in-game currency, it wouldn't be as big of a problem. Okay, I... I Ever since I complained about loot boxes in every Call of Duty for the longest time. And now Modern Warfare has a system that works. We get free multiplayer DLC, free Warzone DLC, free DLC weapons and everything. We get a battle pass to pay for if we want some extra skins or emblems or weapon variants. But that's it. 
and and it works. The Modern Warfare uh, system works in terms of microtransactions, but this system, this system for this game does not work. To get a cosmetic, you need to have fifty thousand like what is it, SP or SC or something. I think that's like the currency name. That's a lot. Like from let me let me give you an example. By playing a game, you might get two thousand five hundred to three thousand, maybe four, depending on how really good you do individually and as a team or as a mastermind. That's still going to take you forever to be able to buy one cosmetic crate. And the cosmetics aren't even worth the grind. I looked at the cosmetics. They're just alternate colored versions of the original outfit your character wears. It's legitimately like World War Z's cosmetics. The main difference, though, between the challenge coin cosmetics is that you do have to play the game and grind it to get them. And I know it's the same thing here, but World War Z is a fun game. There's a lot of things with World War Z, including the horde mode now. There's a lot more to do to earn up points and stuff for that compared to the new one. The new one is just, like for Resident Evil Resistance, the setup is just worse. And you can buy cosmetics for World War Z, you know, separate. Like you can spend real life money on cosmetics if you want to. You don't have to. And then, apparently, we'll have to cover on another podcast about they're apparently coming out with Game of the Year edition with, like, three new missions and new characters and shit. We're going to talk about that because I'm worried about that because I like World War Z and I want that content, but we don't know what the fuck's going on there because it got announced on, like, Instagram the other day. But in terms of this new system, I don't like it. I don't like the loot box system. I don't like how their cosmetics are working. I'm done. I'm done with it. Like, no. just Just stop. Okay, just fucking stop with your bullshit. Okay, Capcom, we we're we're not doing we're not gonna go down this road of fucking microtransactions. I have complained about it enough. We've all gotten laws against it for a reason because we don't fucking like them. There's a whole point. Yes, Infinite uh, Infinite Warfare for Call of Duty did it kind of good, where they gave you a free supply drop every day or salvage when you logged in or some keys. And normally earning up supply drops were easy in that game. But what you're asking for to buy a fucking cosmetic supply drop or a booster supply drop is fucking ridiculous. And there are in-game effects for what you buy. Not the cosmetics, obviously, that are overpriced. That you may get one after grinding like 100 hours of the game. But I'm talking about like, the in-game boosters or the in-game items that you can buy, that's some bullshit. Like, that should not be allowed at all. That's in-game changing stuff. And Resident Evil Resistance is not a good game on top of it. You have so much going against you in Resistance. It's ridiculous. So, guys, after covering pretty much everything from the cosmetics and their microtransaction scheme to the characters and their abilities to weapon gameplay movement... Out of all the categories, I only mentioned the gameplay and the gunplay to be the only good things about this game. It's not fun. It's not balanced. Microtransaction system sucks ass and is ridiculously ludicrous and has in-game effects that can change the game. This, I'm giving Resident Evil Resistance a 4 out of 10. Because, I mean, this... I mean, giving something a 1 out of 10 would be like if the game was made like a Roblox game. (laughs) You know, like a Roblox thing. That would be a 1 out of 10 standpoint. But this is a 4 out of 10. I mean, it's from a AAA developer, guys, and it's not good. 
It's not. You don't have to agree with me. Maybe you think I'm being a little harsh on it. But based upon my beliefs and what I look for in video games, for me, this is a 4 out of 10 multiplayer. It's it's not worth it's not worth it, guys. If you buy Resident Evil 3, you are buying it for the campaign, okay? You are buying it. I beat the campaign in under four hours, okay? But apparently on like hard normal difficulty, it'll take about five hours to get through the campaign, okay? Searching for everything or whatever, which is completely fine. But I'm going to tell you guys, it's not worth it, okay? It is not. It, it is not worth it. Like if they sell Resident Evil Resistance at some point off on a standalone thing, don't buy it. Don't. Don't fucking buy it. It's not worth it. The servers aren't even that good. That's another thing I forgot to mention. No, the servers are shit. It's not a good multiplayer. The reason I gave Doom Eternal's battle mode like a 7 out of 10 or, or, or 7.5 or 8, I can't remember, was because it is fun. There, it's a, a lot of good game mechanics. It's balanced for both demons and for the Slayer. And their battle or their battle pass is free of charge. And you just play the game to unlock special items. That's awesome. Battle mode's fun. You can play like I, like for instance, if you like playing that really competitive, like teamwork versus skill gameplay, that's battle mode. It's great. It's got a lot of great features. It's fun. It's really rage inducing. Like it's a it's a lot of good things. And rage inducing in the good way. Me and my cousin were raging, but we we're having a fun fucking time playing battle mode. Like I said, I might not sit down and play battle mode all day, and when I say play a multiplayer mode a lot, I mean sitting down and playing it all day. I could play Call of Duty for at least six, seven hours a day and not get bored, at least on most days. Some days I just feel like not playing Call of Duty at all. But battle mode, I can sit down and play like two or three games a day, and playing with, and if I'm playing with somebody that I you know, know or that I can talk to over the headset, I could play five, six games of battle mode. But Resident Evil Resistance, you'll be lucky to find me playing one game of that. I played a lot of the beta, and I played a few games when the you know full game was released. I didn't like it. I was worried about it with the beta, and I was like, oh, they could fix some things. And then the game comes out, and nothing's really fixed. It's still shit on top of having a shitty microtransaction system and fucking terrible servers. Like, no. It's not good. Four out of ten. My final rating. So, guys, I hope you will all enjoy this review. And like I said, if you don't agree with my rating or maybe some of my points, you can always have a conversation on Facebook. Let us know what you think. Send in some messages saying, you know, did you ever take this into consideration or something? You know, you might not change my mind, but it's good to have um, talk with the community about the differences. Because just because I don't like something, I'm not saying you shouldn't like it. I'm just saying that... From my perspective and what I look for, if you are somebody that values video games along the lines of me, like the specific things I value in video games, like the fun factor, um, the microtransaction systems in all games and stuff, um, because that's like a professional thing and like a greed thing. So like if you're along those lines and, and you like to talk about that stuff or that stuff that you look for or you look for balancing and stuff, then, you know, you and I will probably have very similar um rankings on the game and like i said if you love the game play it you know if you love it and you love the system and you have no problem with it play it it's just for me i'm not gonna play it i don't think it's good it's just a lot of times nowadays where people do reviews on video games or movies like there are times that i watch like for instance angry joe on youtube and he'll give a rating on a video game that's terrible 
and or something. And I and I just disagree. Like for instance, with Resident Evil, I think at three he gave it either a six or a seven, and I gave it an eight because I think Angry Joe, you know, he he definitely has a lot of valid criticisms, but I have a few less for the game than he does. But that's fine. I, I you know I completely respect his opinion. There there are also people out there on YouTube that just hate on everything. Like the other day, I was watching some oh, I forgot what the fucking guy's name was, but he legitimately was saying how Doom Eternal sucked. And I was just like, you mean the game that's selling really well and critically acclaimed by fans and game journalists? I mean, game journalists don't really mean shit. Like, don't listen to game journalists. Like, you need to buy a video game and make up the decision for yourself. Or if you watch a YouTuber that, you know, looks for the same values in a video game that you do, listen to probably what they have to say. Because then you and that person probably will feel among the same way. But like I said, if you listen to me and you don't agree with me and you want to go buy it or you want to go play it, you do you, man. You know, I, I I have no problem with you. If you like it, I might be like, yeah, I don't fucking like it. Like, I think it's kind of shit. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to like it. It's the same thing with some of my friends. We'll all argue about what's a good game and what's a bad game. Like my cousin, I have two cousins. I have the cousin that bought Doom Eternal and is really enjoying the game. And then I have a cousin that fucking hates the game and doesn't even own the game. So... It's just, it all comes down to what you want to play. At the end of the day, though, though th that is the truth. The truth about it is the gameplay's fine. You know, guns are good. You know, gunplay's good. Health system's good. Weapons are good. Movement system's good. But at the end of the day, it's not balanced. So even if all those gameplay elements are good, by it not being balanced, that's also a gameplay issue because then when you're playing through the game and you are playing against somebody that has an advantage over you or it feels like they do, then it really ruins the experience. It's like saying Doom Eternal. Like, it, like Doom Eternal has, a, you know, an amazing gameplay system. You know, it's got great gunplay, great movement system, great action, great soundtrack. But if all the enemies are, like, one-hitting you, okay, let's say this was on, like, the easiest difficulty they were one hitting you or two hitting you yeah you would get bored of the game and the game would not be a good game to you because you're dying constantly because it's not balanced like your weapons aren't putting out the damage like two bullets for you you can't kill you barely do anything to them and then they kill you in two hits that's what i mean by a balancing like for instance when you're playing doom eternal and you're a you know you're bullet sponging the fucking enemies you know it's, it's, it, for instance, it's like if a zombie hits you in Doom, it doesn't do a lot of damage to you. It's like shooting, um, it's like shooting a zombie with like the shotgun, you know? It's not gonna, or, or, or will kill it because it's a smaller enemy, but it's a smaller cal caliber. If you shoot the shotgun at like a Baron of Hell, it ain't gonna do much to it. But the Baron of Hell will hurt you a lot. So you gotta use, you know, bigger gun for bigger enemy, smaller gun for smaller enemy. That's a balancing thing. If, it, if the combat shotgun could one-shot a Baron of Hell, that would be unbalanced. But yeah. So, that's my, uh, my full review and opinion of the game. Um, please let us know, like I said, if you want to have a, con uh, a little conversation about it, you know, you can always send us messages through Facebook. I normally don't have any messages on Facebook, hence why I don't have anything to respond to. But if you guys just, you know... They have different opinions. You can always put in the comments. I wouldn't dislike the video, you know, because you have a different opinion. That That's kind of how I look at things. Like, if people have a different opinion than you, I've liked a lot of people's videos that have different opinions than me. Or they have a complete opposite opinion. But that's because I can respect their opinion and where it comes from. And, like, if you dislike a video because somebody doesn't agree with you, that's just stupid. Okay? 
And this goes for any content creator, not just me. You know, look at what they're talking about. See if what their points that they're may you know talking about make sense. You know, like you don't have to agree with the points, but if they make sense and you see where they're coming from, you can still like the video and disagree with them respectfully. We just got to disagree with people more respectfully now and be like, you know, I understand what you know. This is what you believe. This is what you think, and this is what I think. We might not agree, but it's okay. We're all trying to enjoy our own games and stuff. But if somebody hates on everything that comes out and they put out not even one positive video or only one positive video, yeah, disliking their content at that point is kind of reasonable because they're just hating on everything. Or if somebody does content and it always is talking about how good something is. You can't overpraise or underpraise everything. You gotta you gotta find the medium. Like I said, Resident Evil 3, good game. Doom Eternal, really good. Battle mode, it's okay. This is dog shit. All those reviews are, they're all over the place. But that's my uh, final verdict. Uh, my next podcast will be talking about World War Z and the Game of the Year edition. Uh, we'll be talking about the Doom Eternal uh, Series 2 Battle Pass that comes out today. So I'm going to go check that out and probably Wastelanders. So that'll be for the next podcast. But until then, I hope you all enjoyed and see you all in the next one.